0: When the days for Jesus' being taken up were fulfilled, he resolutely determined to journey to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers ahead of him. On the way, they entered a Samaritan village to prepare for his reception there, but they would not welcome him because the destination of his journey was Jerusalem. When the disciples James and John saw this, they asked, Lord, do you want us to call down fire from heaven to consume them? Jesus turned and rebuked them, and they journeyed to another village. Yes they were proceeding on their journey, someone said to him, "'I will follow you wherever you go.' Jesus answered him, "'Foxes have dens and birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to rest his head.' And to another he said, follow me. But he replied, Lord, let me go first and bury my father. But he answered him, Let the dead bury their dead, but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. And another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me say farewell to my family at home. To him, Jesus said, no one who sets a hand to plow and looks to what was left behind is fit for the kingdom of God. The Gospel of the Lord. In the first reading, when Elijah invited Elisha to follow him and be his disciple, Elisha left him and taking the yoke of oxen, slaughtered them. He used the plowing equipment for fuel, to boil their flesh, and gave it to his disciples to eat, to his people to eat. Then Elisha left and followed Elijah as his attendant. Isn't this amazing? This great Elijah, you know, he is a great prophet. Maybe God called him. So he must be succeeded. So he called Elisha, follow me. And Elisha left all. He was a farmer, I think. He <laughs> was living on a farming, plowing with the oxen. He slaughtered them, even he burned all the instruments and left all and followed this wonderful Elijah. Yes, the immediate willingness of Elisha to follow Elijah and leave everything behind points to Christian discipleship in which no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. We know the plow, maybe in the old. You cannot look behind and give a straight line. True discipleship requires complete detachment from all things and a complete subordination and dedication to the fulfillment of the will of God. In today's Gospel, Jesus was at the last end of his life. He knows where he was. He was going to Jerusalem, to be tortured, to be killed, but he did not evade because he knows that was the will of his father. To truly follow Christ requires total commitment and a detachment from things of this world. In today's Gospel, our Lord spells out very clearly what is involved in following him. Being a Christian is not an easy or comfortable affair. It calls for self-denial and for putting God before everything else. First, God, then other things follow according to their need. But first is first, God. We are created not for ourselves. God created us for himself. In fact, it's only man created for God. Saint Paul exhorts us not to receive God's grace in vain. Francis de Sales wrote these strong and compelling words on his treatise on the love of God, book 2, chapter 11. We receive the grace of God in vain when we receive it at the gate of our heart and do not let it enter our heart. We receive it without receiving it. That is, we receive it without fruit, since there is no advantage in feeling the inspiration if we do not accept it. It sometimes happens that being inspired to do much, we consent not to the whole inspiration, but only to some part of it, as did those good people in the Gospel, who, upon the inspiration which our Lord gave them to follow Him, wished to make reservations, The one to go first and bury his father, the other to go to take leave of his people. When Mother Teresa of Calcutta left her country, homeland, her family, to go to Ireland, a foreign country, to follow Jesus, her tears came down while leaving her mother, and her mother said to her, When you leave, take Jesus at your hand. Walk straight ahead, and don't turn around. If you look back, you will not be able to leave. She listened and did it every one of you knows who is this woman and what she did in the world. That is to follow Jesus. Yes, each one of us has a different vocation, but all of us, as baptized children of God, we are obliged to follow Jesus, to put Jesus first. We must put Jesus first. Nothing or nobody should take priority to him in our lifestyle. Yes, we know this is not easy, but with the grace of Jesus, even the impossible is possible. St. Paul says, I can do all things in him who strengthens me. Jesus gives, or each one of us, all the grace we need if we use it. We can be the best followers of Jesus in our way as He called us. Today, we celebrated the solemnity of the wonderful, <coughs> outstanding. Apostles, St. Peter and Paul. You know who these men are. Special for us as Catholics. St. Peter is the first Pope. And Paul is the one who converted all the Gentiles who we are. Gentiles are All the people of the world, outside the Israelites, so we know how they live. They give their testimony through their words, lives, and seal it by their blood. This is what to follow Jesus. When Jesus says, "Follow me," this is. Let's try. All what we have, we will leave it in this world someday. It should not be hindrance to our way to eternal happiness and glory. It must be a means, not a hindrance. Let us use it properly, but first put first First, put Jesus in your priority. Always, when you think, when you speak, when you act, in your deeds and words, all will go well. Don't mix it. Eat. May this wonderful saints, St. Saint Peter and Paul, intercede for each one of us to follow this reason Jesus according to our vocation and someday someday we'll rejoin with them after with Jesus and the blessed mother all the saints all the angels. This is our destination. Don't forget it. Put Jesus first in your lives. God bless you.